the Mark West Sports Podcast. I was just telling Wes about um, the Antonio Antonio Brown Keisha Cole drama. You heard about it? His drama? Yeah. I seen so, these lovey dovey videos on social yeah, media. Ex- exactly. That's what I was just telling Wes because Wes didn't even know they was messing with each other. But so, you know, like lately, you've been seeing Antonio Brown chilling with Mayweather and Kanye, and every once in a while, Keisha Cole is around, or you know, he got some some photos with her and they looking like, like you said, lovey-dovey, right? So supposedly there was a thing, right? And, um, but like, out of, I think out of nowhere, he posted up some shit on, on Instagram, right? Pretty much, he says, all right, you ain't pimping until you had an R&B diva. And then it says, hashtag, yeah, it says hashtag free agent, hashtag keep pimping. Yeah, <laughs> right? I see, yeah. You seen that? Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah. So so then I guess I guess she was she she responded back just saying like she's like, yeah, you she said, Yeah, I was big tripping, shake, shaking my head. I see it now. I have a 12-year-old, like that type of disrespect for what? Nothing is worth that level of disrespect, blah, 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 blah. And and I don't know if you saw his response, but he's like, Keisha Cole, I'm a player. We don't want you, Keisha. I don't go back, I go forward. <laughs> She made herself look bad. Because why are you posting that shit? You posting yeah. that shit on social media like you want a sympathy trip. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, like, she should have known better. Like, he don't care what the public think about what he say, especially if it's something in a negative light. Because if I'm smashing and you thought that me and you were dating and I say what I say, why would you comment back on it? Like, what, like, Obviously, who who else is he talking about? He talking about your ass, but you responded. You know what I'm saying? Or the or you could do petty shit and just like the message, like like it, but don't comment. You feel me? And <laughs> just so he could know that you seen it, and don't respond. I don't care how she responds. She should just know better better about Antonio Brown. Period. You know what I'm saying? You should know like he's reckless. Come on, you you, you really was expecting something different from AB. Come on, man. That's what I was just that's what I was just telling Wes. I was like, oh, we all know he's erratic, so Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. So shame on you for not knowing what kind of drama you you was possibly getting into. Um how you respond is how you respond, whatever. I mean, I agree. It, it does kind of look like maybe it's it's just bringing attention towards yourself or you want the female community to back you. That type, of, that type of thing but at the same time just know know your audience know know who you're dealing with you know come on man but it's it, yeah. like you said it is antonio brown yeah but i feel like truthfully if you're gonna do that you should you know whenever you have like a jump off like that especially if you see they're getting in their feelings you got to tell them straight up like oh yo hold on no no this isn't we're not you know we ain't exclusive we ain't like that we just having fun. We just friends. We just doing our thing. Like this ain't nothing permanent. Like, like I don't know. I don't know what he conveyed to her. Maybe whatever he conveyed to her was more like you said. We saw them looking lovey dovey. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. You could be lovey dovey with a jump off too, but you gotta let them know, yo, this this ain't what you think it is. Like when I'm with you, I'm gonna treat you good. I'm gonna treat you like my lady, but you're not my lady, and it is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all can keep it short today. I mean, just whatever. Yeah, talk I mean, I really just wanted to make sure I chimed in on this. Week. I didn't want a whole week to go by without me chiming in. You know. Yeah, you got to talk about positives to say. Yeah, you got to talk about Luca and what you think about Luca now, because I know, I know my brother's on his "I told you so" tour. <laughs> He's yeah. texting everybody. Look, like, look at, I told you. Right. It yeah. don't matter because at the end of the day, what I want to probably happen is the um the Mavs to go against the damn. He so his ass have no choice but to root only for the damn heat. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. what I really want to happen because that's what he's scared of. He's scared of that. Yeah, because because if if he over here texting me during the game about Luca, if we played him, you know, um, and we that's know what I, like, but that's, yeah. what, that's what I was telling Wes uh, on on Monday was the fact that I was like, man, I think my brother liked Luca so much that if it was Dallas versus Miami. He wants to be right that he wants to be right so much <laughs> that I think he's gonna root for Luca. <laughs> Just to say, I told y'all he's the greatest player. I'm telling y'all, I told y'all four years ago, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. All right, let's well, just start uh, this thing. It's the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's Wesley Pierre. And this is one of the greatest weeks in Miami sports <laughs> history, baby, because yes, yes, yes. we're the only market right now with two teams still in the playoffs. And I just, first of all, I need to vent on the NHL first off. Like, why would you schedule the NHL with the basketball, with, with the NBA, our NBA franchise at, on the same night? And it's throughout the entire round, which is ridiculous. And like, they had a chance to right their wrongs next week because I think on, on Saturday the Heat play and then on Sunday the Panthers play, but then the Panthers play again on Monday. So they playing back the to back. They playing back to back playoff games, which is unheard of. First off, did that but, even ever happen? I, I don't know if it's ever happened. It's the first time oh, I've seen it, and you already know what kind of sports fan I am through the years. I've never seen anything like that. So it's almost like they 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 just straight hating on the Miami sports fan. This is like one of the greatest sports times for a Miami sports fan. And they have the audacity to to schedule the Panthers with the Heat every night. Now, I mean, last night it was weird, man. I watched the first two uh periods, uh the hockey game and then third period. I had to do the split screen. Thankfully, I have the, the ability to do split screen thanks to my dog over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but it was still weird. And I didn't I didn't want to do that. I want to give, you know, one team my full, full attention and the other team my full attention as well. So shame on you, NHL, for hating on us. And we're the only market. That's the thing. We're the only market with this situation. The only city in the United States with two teams in the two sports right now so you think they would do us a solid and just schedule one on one night schedule another team on the other night like they did in the last round um so especially since you know the this is like the first time the the panthers is in the second round since 96 so i was a little worried about like what the crowd was going to be looking like um at the panthers game but it was still full and 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 the, and the, the heat crowd was really live you know it was more lively than than usual uh, to me, I guess, you know, we really hate Boston a lot uh, with, <laughs> with a lot of reason <laughs> to hate them. So, um, 
so yeah, uh, last night, disappointing loss by the Panthers. Uh, but we lost the first game of the last series. So keep your heads up, um, you know, fans out there. Um, but the Heat did what they do. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Buckets was out there giving you all kinds of buckets and, and block shots. Bam was, was coming through with the block shots last night. I mean, it was amazing. It was, it was, it was, it was great too because it was great even how the whole game played out. How they Boston was up, feeling good about themselves. You got all these pundits talking they shit like they always do, hating on the Heat, and they still doing that. By the way, I don't know what we got to do. We got to win a championship apparently for for them to give us they, our props. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that crazy. But then we come back on them. We we have like the biggest run in the third quarter. Uh, Jimmy Buckets, you know, Jalen, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown was, you know, he was making his shots or whatever. But Jason, Jason Tatum, I hate to say, was looking a little light skinned last night and um, was was gooking in the fourth quarter and, you know, trying to get calls, trying to get fouls. And that wasn't happening. And that usually doesn't happen when you're at home. Um, so. It was great how it happened, but I do got to give props to my boy, Jimmy Buckets, because he is, you know, he's doing what he can within what he does. You know what I'm saying? For him to score 41 points last night and not hit a three-pointer is not even heard of these days. And the fact that he's still doing it on the other side as well, as far as playing defense, he had a block on Tatum in the corner. That was nasty. Um, just, and he got to the line, like, like old school Wade used to get to the line. Um, and he was making his free throws too. I think he missed two, maybe one. I don't know. And I know it seemed like he wasn't missing any free he throws. One. He was 17 for 18. So he missed one free throw. I mean, you can't <laughs> ask anything more than that from Jimmy Buckets. So um, I just got to give props to him as a player because he is kind of like the American dream, as people say. I mean, he started in the league and he was averaging, what, two points a game. And now he's an all-star. He's, he's to me, he's the best player in the playoffs right now, better than Luca. I know my, my Luca fans out there are going to be mad about that, but he's, he's, Better than Luca right now, as far as what he does for his team, yeah. offensively and defensively. So he, he's go. he's a great story. So I'm rooting for him. He's a great great guy to just root for. Um, he's not soft. He works. You know, he wants to get his teammates involved. He's not selfish at all. Um, always giving his teammates props. Um, so just you know, just just hail to hail to Jimmy Butler based on his performance last night. But he, we can't expect him to drop 40 every night, you know what I'm saying? And somebody else got to step up and, and do their thing as well, whether that's going to be, you know, Tyler Hero or Bam or, you know, somebody off, somebody else off the bench, Max Struess, somebody needs to come through and, and just give a little bit more offensively. But the defense got this thing locked down. And, yeah, I understand they didn't play with Marcus Smart. They didn't play with Al Horford. Okay. What was that going to do for you? Give you maybe, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was that going to do for you? Give you maybe five more points than what you scored? You know what I'm saying? That, that, that was, that's the most, I think, that is what they would do for you. Because defense 
is, is the defense. And we're gonna lock we're gonna lock those those boys down when they come back, if they come back. But the thing about the media, bro, the media, bro, like it's amazing to me, bro. Like it's, it's the beaches, the women, and the weather. Come on, let's like, I, I mean, I hear you saying that, and I know, I know it's the truth, but at the same time, it still just blows my mind how much. <laughs> like on the way home here, um, I'm listening to Chris Broussard and um, Bob, um, Rob Parker, and they still not giving the heat props, bro. Still not giving the heat props. Talking about oh. Um, you know, Atlanta wasn't nobody, uh, Philly playing with Embiid, who wasn't all the way healthy, and now they playing out with uh, the Celtics playing without Marcus Smart. They said the Celtics are just a, a more talented team. The audacity of these fools, man. It just it just blows my mind the hate for the Heat. And every win just feels that much better. Exactly. Like, look, like we've been saying, it's the beaches, the women, and the weather. They just don't like us. You feel what I'm saying? Because, and I understand we got we got a lot of things um, other than sports to do in the city of Miami and not in the Tri-County um, area. Because, I mean, everything's so close together. Even if you stayed in West Palm Beach, you could be in Miami in like an hour, less than an hour if you drive good. And the traffic is not that bad. But regardless of the fact, the Miami Heat been doing what they've been doing is the culture we scream that all the time. And even now when we scream in the culture, you got individuals in the media is like, oh, so the Heat is the only one that have a good culture like that? Yes, we are. If, we, if we're if um, we bringing up people like Struess, Vincent, Duncan Robinson, individuals like that, you feel what I'm saying? Like, how can you poo-poo on everything that we doing and we showing you that we are consistent in our ways. We consistent in, we consistent with our conditioning. We're consistent in um, if someone is slacking, we're going to check them. We're not gonna run to the um to 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 social media and vent to social media when I'm in practice with you and I could check you in your face. You're not practicing the way you need to. Oh, I'm gonna check you. You staying out at night longer than you have to because we got the beaches, the women, and the weather. I'm gonna go ahead and check you, and we don't have no problem fighting and keeping it indoors because again, going back to when we had that little spat on the bench, you noticed that we had the we have the best record in the NBA ever since we had that little spat in front of the national media. And the national media, oh, of course, when it's something negative about Miami, let's go ahead and gravitate to that little negative energy. Let's go ahead and perpetuate it like Miami is having some trouble. Eric Spolster doesn't have the locker room. The team is in shambles, this, that, and the other. No. Because the record speaks for itself. We've been trying to say that for the longest. Look, Jimmy Bucket's been coming through. I agree with everything that you say. He's the best individual in the players in the playoffs right now. Why? Because he's a two-way player. Luca don't play defense like he do. Now yeah. I, I'm I, I understand that Luca and Jimmy Butler does have some similarities. Some of the similarities is what? Mm. They do not go fast. They take their time. You remember when I used to tell you that about Tyler Hero? He yeah, needed to yeah. slow down. That's going to make him a little better. And mm -hmm. he did that. He slowed down a little bit. And I'm not meaning slow down literally, but take time to evaluate the court and see what you need to do. Don't rush. And he's doing that. And you see Baby Goat in the in the making right now. You know what I'm saying? Looking yeah. like he he's in Hollywood. It's Hollywood, Miami. But again, at the end of the day, it's just a fresh of breath, uh, a breath of fresh air that everything is happening the way that they're happening. And like you said, you got Chris Broussard and you have the other individuals still poo-pooing on our, on, our, on our name, on our culture, 
on everything that we believe in Miami because how are we the number one seed, right? And nobody talk about us. They yeah. still don't talk about us. We, we gentlemen sweep one of these individuals. We swept these individuals in the damn bubble. If not a gentleman sweep, we continuously show them that we're exactly who we are. And that's fuel for, to the fire. Yeah. Like Jimmy Bucket say, you know, I'm going to show you. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all thinking I ain't the truth? I'm going to show you. And not just that. He got one of the best stories in the NBA. How can you not like him? This dude went fatherless. Everybody don't have a father in the family, but he's one of those individuals. He was yeah. homeless at 13. Why? Because his mom didn't like the way that he looked. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that. You got kicked out, not for being a bad kid. You got kicked out because she didn't like the way you look. Don't you know that I came from you? So obviously I look like you, or it may be, he probably looked like the father and she's taking that energy out on him. You feel me? Because every time she look at him, she's looking yeah. at the, the, the father that kind of left them um, to dry. Also ranked 73 um, 73rd shooting guard in Texas when he was actually in, in, in collegiate um, sports. Juco, he was in Juco. This guy done came from Juco. Come on, Marcus. I, you yeah. out of everybody should know. Like people that jump from Juco, then they go to D1. You know what I'm saying? And then they eventually make it to the league. These individuals don't got a silver spoon in their mouth. They got to make sure that everything that they do is precise and meticulous, or they probably not going to make it to wherever they need to be. Lastly, he had to fax his actual um, commitment letter to uh marquette from a mcdonald's that just shows you Damn. the resources that he had and he doesn't have that that's why he's a dog yeah that's why he gonna give you everything that's that's uh, uh, um he gonna leave everything on the court you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day he got it from the mud you know what i'm saying individuals that's that that work for they shit they def they definitely gonna actually uh pay attention to it. It's just like somebody that you give them a whole lot of money and they ain't work for it. That shit going to be gone soon. But if I yeah. work hard for it, oh, I'm, I'm paying attention to every dollar. I'm sorry. I don't care if I, I got millions. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I like about Jimmy Butler. Humble. You know what I'm saying? People don't, people, people owe everybody saying he's a bad teammate. He's a bad teammate. Why? Because he check you when you do dumb shit. If Marcus, Marcus, if I do dumb shit, you at my homeboy, you need to check me, Wes. Yeah. You feel me? Because you hold me in your best interest. You feel what I'm saying? You're not going to be my friend come to my house and then you see me doing some dumb shit and then you just rather me do it. And the same thing vice versa with you, Chris, and any other individuals that we associate ourselves with. It's our job to make sure that we police each other. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Because everybody's nobody's perfect. But again, I don't like when individuals hear the truth and they don't like the truth. If Wes is slacking, Somebody need to tell me something because, you know, it's harder to judge yourself, but it's easier when other people judge you because they're outside looking in already. But regardless of the fact, the Miami Heat, I feel so great. You got these individuals. You got Skip Bayless. You got Shannon Sharp. I know me fuck with Unk. Oh, so I know Skip, me fuck. Skip yeah, Bayless is jumping on the jumping on the Heat. Back, uh, of course, he's jumping on the Heat now because he said, um, he, he said Jimmy Butler is the best player in the playoffs right now. I didn't see it this morning. You know, me and wifey had a um, something that we had to do. Um, yeah, yeah. But before when before the game um, started, like um, yesterday's 
um, telecast from from them. Um, yeah. Both of them, I, I mean, Skip did kind of, you know, um, side with Miami, but it was shaky. You feel I me? Mean? But it's better than nothing, you know, because they, they yeah. never give us anything. Joe Taylor, the only one that give us props. I seen George. that too. I seen her on uh, on uh, her show. Her, uh, yeah, Colin Colin uh, Cowherd, but she's hosting now because he's on vacation. And mm-hmm. she said she was saying it too. She was talking to this, I don't know, like, I guess a so called analyst. I don't really know who he is, but she was like, "Yeah, I, I picked the Heat to win the NBA championship." Yeah, I said that a long time ago. <laughs> you <laughs> I know, seen it too. <laughs> and she said it again, and I was just like, "That's what I'm talking about," you know. And mm-hmm. like the dude, he, he was she was talking to was like, "Oh, I don't know what you see to make you say that." I'm like, "What? What are you seeing? <laughs> like what? Like what else do you need? Don't you realize that defense wins championships? You know what I'm saying? Don't you realize that the Boston Celtics shut down KD?" And who else did they shut down next? They shut down Giannis. And then all of a sudden we played him and we put up the most points that they ever gave up all season. What more do you need? <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't understand it. It really just blows my mind. Like, what else do you need? And we got the great stories, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't have the big, big superstars. And I guess Jimmy Butler, is not, he's not a big enough superstar, superstar for people. Tyler Hero is a superstar in the making. Bam is kind of a quiet guy, not really a superstar that resonates with people, I guess. But the stories are the, the success stories, man. You got undrafted Gabe Vincent out there giving you quality minutes. You got undrafted Max Struess hitting threes in clutch moments in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, just, I mean, the, li- the, the list goes on and on. Like, Deadman, who, who even knew who Deadman was before he came to the Heat? You know what I'm saying? Who, I mean, uh, Caleb Martin, I remember him. I think he played for, for the Hornets or something like that before that. But he was nobody that you really felt was going to make a big impact like he is now, getting quality minutes in the playoffs. And... Oladipo, who was a superstar, out for basically two years, and comes back, and he's just embedded in the culture as a role player. He's like, yo, I'm just going to do whatever I can to win a championship. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not the star guy. We know who the star guy is, and we just need you to hit shots. We need you to play defense, and we need you to you know, not turn the ball over. That's basically what we need from Oladipo, and he's giving you that. He bought into the culture. And um, at first I was like, man, Duncan Robinson needs to get more minutes. But at the same time, now I'm thinking like he's too much of a defensive liability to put him in the game. You know what I'm saying? Max Struess is just a better defender. And Max Struess like does the same thing. Does the same thing that Duncan Robinson does, and but he's just a better defender. Yeah, he had some moments where he was cold, uh, not shooting well, but um, um, Spolstra is just, in his mind, he's thinking, I can't risk the defensive liability for a guy that's cold right now. I'm just going to wait until he heat up, pun intended. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and if you look at the Celtics, that white boy that they got playing, oh he, he, he ain't nothing but a Duncan Robinson. I hate to say that about Duncan because I love him because he's a heat guy and he came up 
you know, I mean, he was a, a decent player in college, but he wasn't who he was now and earning this huge contract that he earned. Um, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, um, it's just a culture that really has transformed that transforms these guys. It transforms these players. And I don't understand why the national media can't fall in love with that. You know what I'm saying? We love success stories. Why not fall in love with a, with a guy who went from ashy to classy He went from nothing to something, you know what I'm saying? Because we got guys who, uh, you know, for years, and this is, this ain't new, you know what I'm saying? We, we got, we got players. I mean, a player like, um, um, PJ Tucker, you know what I'm saying? Who is, you know, from what the Bucks thought was washed up and done, you know, he's, you know, old when it comes to a basketball player's age, and he's out to, out there guarding their best best player in Tatum, giving you quality minutes, hitting that shot in the corner. Um, I mean, it, it's just it's just amazing to me to see how much people hate the Heat, but I love it at the same time. I love it, bro. I love it. just like I'm Cuban saying. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, we gonna love it a little better. If we win, when we win, not if I'm over here, no, over here with this. No, we gonna we gonna speak this into this. When we win, I'm gonna love all of the attention because you know, for 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 us, it's, it's a plus for the Mark West Sports Podcast because they don't talk about the Miami Heat and yeah. the national media. So if you want yeah, some information, you just gonna have to come over here and get the information from us because. We gonna give it to you raw and uncut. We gonna give it to you how you supposed to say it, like we say it at the crib. You know what I'm saying? But again, at the end of the day, PJ Tucker, like you said, man, you know, come over here. People think he's on his last legs. The bus, the Bucks, um, didn't offer him a contract extension. He come over here and gained some years in the NBA because of our culture. I mean, if you're somewhere else and and your training is not like Miami then you probably will look like a 37-year-old. But just because you're a 37-year-old and you came out worked out, you know, and you're a lot fitter than you was when you came here, then maybe it added a year or two to your playing career. Most likely, what I really think that's going to happen as soon as he wins, he's going to retire. It's going to be like, what's the point? I'm 37 years old. I'm a back-to-back champion. Um, I made this money. You know, he may come back for a repeat to see, you know, but I would say this year, possibly next year, he may retire next year, especially if we if we repeat. But um, like the guy coming to the game, knocking down the threes in the corner. Um, yesterday, I seen it look like he was injured. You know, I was like, damn, man, like this always happens to us, man. First, it was Kyle Lowry. Now it's him. And he goes into the locker room immediately. Come back. And he's playing. That just shows you, like, yo. Um, let me go ahead and get a little shot, quarter zone shot, real quick, and come back into this game because <laughs> I need all these dollars to shut the hell up. I need Milwaukee to be like, damn, I messed up. I ain't paid my dude. You feel me? And he's over here just running the muck in the East. You feel me? And for me, um, I normally don't like an individual like Patrick Beverly, but I do like what he's been saying recently 
in the media, not just about Chris Paul, because I could care less about Chris Paul. He's not a Miami, he's not on the Miami Heat, even though that was a great story. But I've seen him talking about the Miami Heat in a positive light. And that's another individual that came from the culture. He came from the kennel. You know, this is the type of individuals that we had in Miami. You know, someone that's going to be in your ear, someone that's going to be a pest. I may not have all the talent, but I'm going to give you everything and leave it on the court. And that's why I respect him in his game. Um, but, yeah, he was talking about the Miami Heat. He's like, yo, him and Vince Carter, you know, him and Vince Carter. I'm going to find that clip. I'm going to send it on Chris, and he's definitely going to incorporate it in the podcast. But, yo, both of them is the only two that's giving the Heat's props that I've seen besides Joy Taylor. You know, it just feels good to see other people that play in the game especially after what Patrick Beverly said about CP3 and he came with receipts as well. Um, he, I, I, I got to go on what he's saying, because if you just came and started a, a uh, uproar in the media recently behind what you said in CP3 and then we, and you come with your receipts. Now, when you come talking about the Miami heat, all the haters going to wait for you to say something that's false, but you're saying everything that's correct. Like, I mean, one of the individuals that he was speaking to was like, oh, they compare Tatum to Jimmy Butler because both of them are two-way players like that. He was like, yeah, Tatum played defense, but he doesn't play defense like Jimmy Butler. Right. And I know y'all going to be like, well, he was guarding Kevin Durant. But I've been saying Kevin Durant, you put a little weight and muscle against him, and he going to be knocked off his pivot. So – Again, just the plain fact you got individuals like that giving us our praise um, when majority of the media doesn't. It feels good. I love it. I respect it. And I'm looking for more. Tomorrow is going to be another hunt. We're definitely going to be hunting. Um, um, I, 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 you remember in the beginning of the game and um, previous in the podcast, I had said um, I would be nervous playing against my own fans compared to playing against the opponent's fan in their home court because they're talking, you know, they talking shit, you know, they calling you all type of names and what's the best thing to make them shut up. That's exactly what D Wade did on his final farewell tour when he was going at it with somebody from, I guess, Charlotte or from the Hornets. And that's yeah, when he was, he came out with the, you know, bag situation, like he's Santa Claus gesturing, like he's giving presents out here. But yeah. again, it just feels so good. And um, tomorrow we're, 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 we're going to do the same thing because um, I think the jitters that I was speaking about playing in front of your fans, those are, that is out the window um, because we, we were like seven. We, we didn't score until like 10 minutes into the game, like um, 10 minutes left in the fir for first quarter. We got, we got the jitters back out because, again, you know, it, it, it is going to be a, a little something when everybody don't talk about you and everybody's doubting you. So it's going to put a little pressure on you and some people are going to come out cold, but now we're back to hot, just like his hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, home in a way, I don't think it, it matters a lot because the heat just play good defense and, and, and the role players, you know, they, I think they, they step up regardless. Um, I, I don't think it, it matters a whole lot. You know, um, I think it matters more with the refs, you know what I'm saying? For some reason, the refs be giving the away team 
more calls. And I hate that fact about, about basketball period that the refs control kind of a lot of what happens, but, you know, but, but last night, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't hate on what the heat were doing. There, there were legitimate fouls and those were legitimate blocks and steals that we were getting. Um, we were frustrating the team pre, pre, um, pretty much all night. And yeah, I do expect to continue, expect it to continue tomorrow night, but I do want to see somebody, you know, kind of step up. I felt like Tyler Hero got kind of cold in the second half. Um, bam, I didn't really see much from him offensively. Um, there was some times where, where Jimmy Butler hit him with a wide open layup under the basket and he kind of passed it up. So I want him to see just, just a little bit more aggressive. Um, he's aggressive on the defensive end. He feels comfortable there, but I don't think he's like totally comfortable with his offensive game yet. Um, we see that, I mean, it's a wrap, B, (laughs) you know, it's going to be a wrap, you know, so the heat, um, I love I love what I'm seeing from the Heat, and um, let's talk about like what could happen though, because on the other side of this bracket is Dallas and the Golden State Warriors. And I already said you know before the playoffs started that I think Golden State is going to make it out of the West, but hey, the Dallas is looking great too, and it would be crazy if we get Heat Dallas Part Three. You know what I'm saying? That'd be crazy, right? So first one, obviously one of the greatest moments of all our lives. Uh, he went in that first championship in 06. Um, the second one, probably one of the worst moments of all our, of all our lives when we had the super team first year and Dirk uh, gets his revenge basically on us. And now two totally different teams. The only person that's the same is Haslam, <laughs> you know, and Ultra, you know what I'm saying? Um, those are the only two team, the only two guys that, that that are the same for both. The other, other than that, is two different teams and almost two different, uh, totally different styles too. But how crazy would that be if that happens? You know, um, and it's crazy what it could happen in in the, in the NHL too because last time the Panthers were in the finals, they play Colorado, and Colorado is the number one team in the West right now. They swept the first round um so they in the second round so it'd be weird it's weird how history like repeats itself sometimes and for that reason I feel like maybe Dallas has a chance but at the same time it's like I think how I'm thinking about Dallas is probably how the world thinks about the heat you know what I'm saying because I'm just like man but they only got Luca. you know what I'm saying like I'm sure that uh, people who are not heat fans will be like oh but they only got Jimmy Butler and they probably think that's not enough but they don't realize it's a team game. It's a team sport. And when you rely on your superstars too much, that usually spells doom for you nowadays. And that's what spelled doom for the Brooklyn Nets. You know what I'm saying? And now the um, the Bucks as well. And when you rely on your, your stars, it's it, it puts a lot of pressure on them. And if they can't perform, you know, you, you, you're not going to advance. So I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas moves forward. Um, and, but, you know, I, I don't, I don't think they would against a team like Golden State. We'll see tonight, tonight's game one. Game one is, I think, like 80% of the time, the team who wins games one in NBA ends up moving on or winning that series, something like that, something crazy like that. Um, so, uh, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in this first game, but, um, 
I got to give Luca his props. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm not going to say that Luca is not a great player because he is, you know, he is, he's, he gives you everything except for that Jimmy Butler type defense, you know what I'm saying? But he gives you everything else. Actually, he gives you more when it comes to shooting threes than Jimmy. So, and, and he's kind of a big dude, you know what I'm saying? He's not like small in any sense of the word. He bullies um, players who are playing guard, trying to guard him down in the post. He'll just post them up and just, you know, make them look small. And then, but he makes crazy off the dribble shots, like what James Harden used to be back in the day, like Houston James Harden. He makes those type of shot step back threes, that type of thing. Um, but I don't think um, that type of hero ball, that type of hero ball, not Tyler Hero, hero ball, is, is going to be something that is sustainable in these NBA playoffs because it's all about, it's all about defense. I mean, the Celtics, yeah, fuck them, but like they, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and that's the reason why they are where, where they are, and we're the best defensive team in the league. Um, and then, you know, uh, the Celtics, I mean, the, uh, the Golden State Warriors, they're, they're a decent, decent defensive team as well. I mean, Klay Thompson is a great on-ball defender. And then you got Draymond Green, one of the best defenders in the league as well. So, so they have that defensive prowess. Now, Dallas, I don't really know those guys. I don't know nobody. I couldn't name you nobody on that team except for Luka. You know, I've seen those guys. I've seen the guys making plays, but to this day, like I still don't know their names or where they came from or what their story is. So I don't know. I, I doubt Dallas will make it, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. But you, you, you got to be a fan of Luca's um game. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I'm definitely a fan of Luca's game. But I, you know, the way Chris Brother speaks on him, like he's just the best thing since since peanut butter and jelly or no 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 you know what i'm saying jelly (laughs) (laughs) those little slices banana in that thing but yeah ain't no you know like i like like of course it gotta be great okay okay if he says come on man no no but when it when it when (laughs) it ultimately comes down to it like um i see luca as a, a a player that i don't think He's great. I think he's further along um, mentally than other individuals that came from college because he played in the pros, you know, when he was like 14, 15 years old. Well, how old is he now? Like 24? So he's been he's been a pro since 15. You know what I'm saying? You're learning from adults. You're hanging around and chilling with older people. You're mature. You know what I'm saying? So again, it's not like he got better talent than all these individuals in the league. He just got a better understanding of the game. And that's the reason why he moves slower. He don't rush his shot. And he's more consistent like that. You know what I'm saying? You see, like I said, when I spoke on Tyler Hero again, look, take his time. You're a better individual than you was last year. So again, Luke, I'm going to give him his props, but I'm not going to go ahead and say that he's the best thing. Um, again, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler. Why, if we do actually play him, it's because, look, we, we got one of the best coaches in history, top 15. It's not something that I created. It came out this year. Everybody yeah. knows it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I do like Jason Kidd, but Jason Kidd 
even though he's one of the great minds in the in the NBA as far as what he could do when he was a point guard, especially when he played for Dallas, you know, he was like the truth. And he didn't have a shot, but he learned how to create that shot and he learned how to be a three-point shooter. The same thing Jimmy Butler is doing right now. So Luca, I love your I love your game. But I'm not going to be here like everybody else and like Chris brother just texting me all the time about Luca, you know, like it just doesn't make any sense. And at the end of the day, um, like what Marcus said previously, it's better to have a, a real team rather than having one superstar because they think we don't have superstars in Miami. They don't think Jimmy Butler is a superstar. They don't think um, Bam Adebayo is a superstar or even even a star, you know what I'm saying? Because they didn't give him credit for the defensive player of the year. They always snubbing up some way or somehow, you know what I'm saying? And I do think that Spolstra, like I said, one of the best coaches of all time, will find a way to single you out and be like, this dude's going to get his. It's just going to be hard for him to get it. He's going to be real tired. And our conditioning in the third and the fourth quarter will definitely, you'll definitely see that. You've seen that with James Harden. You've seen that with other individuals like Trey, um, Trey Young. You've seen that with all these individuals. You've seen Embiid. Embiid was sweating bricks. You know what I'm saying? Like he was sweating bricks, fall, falling all over the place, this, that, and the other. And look, this is what people got to understand. When the Miami Heat are close, even if we're trailing in halftime, if it's like four, five, six points where we're in the range where we don't go into the locker room where we're like down, they're up 16, 17 points. When we come back in the in the third, fourth quarter, we normally just run that marathon and you stop it for water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By the time you 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 look up, the game is over and we already done won the game. So for me, if this Dallas is a good thing, it would be a a great trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know the storyline, you feel what I'm saying? But again, remembering what, what you said um, previously, I remember now, I'm like, the reason why the media doesn't speak about us and they praise every other team is because cynical West, West knows that if the media say that the Miami Heat is going to go to the finals, then everybody's going to bet on the Miami Heat. And if that happens, then they lose. But if everybody's not talking about us, if nobody's saying anything, if they're praising all these other teams that clearly were better than when y'all lose, then the house wins. You know what I'm saying? The only people that's probably going to win is the Heat fan that bet on their Miami Heat. But everyone else nationally, y'all would bet on the teams that Stephen A said, that Chris Broussard said, that all these individuals, nobodies said, this is the same guy um, Stephen A. Smith that was mad at Jimmy Butler and say he would never be Dwayne Wade. You went over here, you went to a trash team, this, that, and the other. And he don't even comment on it. Acknowledge what you say. You feel me? Because every time you have debates with other people, you'd be like, you got your receipts. Well, we have our receipts at the Mark West Sports Podcast and say something. You don't need to necessarily say it to us specifically, but address what you said and be like, yeah, I was wrong. Right, right, right. Yeah, I need him to I need him to uh, eat crow, and I need uh, Colin Cowherd as well. Because remember when he was like, "Oh, the Miami Heat are just lightning in a bottle." Which when we were in, the <laughs> oh bottle. yeah, 
Yeah, the <laughs> Miami Heat are just lightning in the bottle, and and they were just built for the bubble, and 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 that's never gonna happen again. I, I need him to say something too. I need Joy Taylor to call him out once he gets back on the show. You know what I'm saying? Because lucky he's on, on, crazy, on vacation. You feel me? Because Joy, she the way she was checking that dude today. <laughs> you feel me? It was it was it was so it, it just made me like. It made me feel good because normally, like when we win, I tend to want to go on ESPN and um, um F1 Sports to see yeah. like if anybody gonna talk about us, even if it's five yeah, minutes. I want to hear it. I waited last night. I waited because it was on ESPN. I was like, perfect. So they're gonna go into their little shows, and then we're gonna see who is gonna jump on the Heat bandwagon. And it's still pretty much nobody. <laughs> and then well, I looked Kendrick at the Perkins article. Who would you think? Kendrick Perkins, you know, he was like them goons from Dade County, you uh, know, this that, the other, but you know, he's a he's a Celtic fan. He he's a those. Celtic. I was about to say, and he already picked the Celtics to win the championship. He already said that, and I already know he's not going to go back on that. Um, and then I looked at the articles. This is how much I wanted receipts, bro. I was like, I look back at the articles because usually they'll they'll have a list of, of writers who pick the Heat out of twenty writers. Four picked the Heat to beat the Celtics in this series. Four of them. I'm Go like, this one. <laughs> I was like, yo, the Heat. I mean, the hate on the Heat is real. It's it's really real. How could a team that has been injured pretty much most of the season still get the number one seed? Pretty much, kind of blow through. Um, you know, the first two rounds not play with their starting point guard let's let's point that out too not play with, play with jimmy butler too yeah didn't play with jimmy butler for a game didn't miss a beat kyle lowry didn't play not playing we don't even really need him unless he's 100 percent. he needs to come back you know what I'm saying if you if you 85 stay on the bench until you ready ready you know what I'm saying because we can we can win without you because Gabe Vincent is that player who, you know, can play probably just as good offensively. You know, the only thing better is that he he does better with the pick and roll. Kyle Lowry does. He sets up Bam is what he does. He he gets Bam loose and he kind of directs him to kind of where to go. That's the only thing you're kind of missing with Kyle Lowry. But if he comes back, I mean, I I think it's a wrap. I really do. I really think it's a wrap. I don't think Marcus Smart is going to be, you know, you know, a My difference God. maker. The guy that was wearing, colored his hair green. He looked look, like a clown. Man. Looking like, like Bruno Mars. You seen him looking like Bruno Mars on the <laughs> sideline? I was like, when did Bruno Mars become a Celtics fan? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. To me, he's a clown uh, because, you know, he put the deep. I, I want him. I actually want him to play a little bit. Uh, because I want Bam to shut him up because I know Bam got a beef with him because he won defensive player of the year and Bam felt like he should have won defensive player of the year. So I, I want, you know, Bam to swat him a couple of times to shut him up. But, um, but yeah, man, the Heat, I mean, they, they making me feel real good right now. I'm making all the Heat Nation feel really good and um, making all those, those haters, you know, feel salty. Um, yeah, it's uh, what it is, man. On, but, on, but, on to the next one. Yeah, on to the next one. And when, when, when we when we actually do win, 
Trust me, we'll be at the parade. Most likely, we'll be a live podcast in the parade. And because I know I ain't going to work. Like, I don't know about you, but I ain't going to work. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I need to be the Panthers and the Heat win. I'm going to both, man. Come on. Oh, hell yeah. See, but like I was saying, and I was telling Chris um, in the last podcast, I'm like, hopefully they both win and they could kind of have two parades at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And they meet up in County Line. One start in Dade County, (laughs) Miami Heat, and, you know, go up to the County Line and the Panthers start from Broward. And then go down and meet up in County Line. We all can have a damn party. You feel me? Mojitos. Yeah. You feel me? The weather. You know the weather is gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? It's probably gonna be nice and humid. So I will definitely wear my white hot jersey. And, yeah. and you know, uh, just enjoy the moment. And if that happened, I hope it is. It's a cloudy day. It's sun out, but it's a cloudy day where like it's just so chill. You feel me? You feel the breeze from our ocean. Yes. You know, the weather, you know, the beaches. Yeah. And we just vibe. You know what I'm saying? So um, that would be a great look if that happens, because I think that um, if they combine it, uh, a lot of Heat fans that attend that parade will probably be like that. that didn't watch the Panthers probably like, damn, let me go ahead and start watching them. You feel me? Like, these are my type of people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So hey, right. it is what it is. Um, the Miami Heat definitely going to go ahead and advance. Um I don't think this is going to go seven. I think it's going to be um, a six game, um, I, um, you know, um, four, two, same like what Embiid and we're going to advance and do our thing. And then they still won't be talking about us. Before the, the series started, I said it was going to go seven. I'm going to wait until the second game happens before I say that it goes six. Because um, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's it's going to go seven because of the refs. I, I just feel like the refs are going to give the Celtics a chance at home and they're going to want to stretch this series out. Um, especially if, if, if um, those two players come back, it's just I, that's how I feel it's going to happen. They but, better know a player that's old. Like Al Horford is old. Like, don't think that that game that he had that everybody's like the best game of his career. He had it. Like, yo, that's not gonna happen again and again. Marcus Smart, you play defense. You're inconsistent with your shot, the threes. I'd rather you here, Al For- oh, Horford. I'd rather you playing the center than this guy with the dreads because I'm like, damn, boy, like. He was going toe to toe with Bam. Like, yeah, you dude, know. the dress is pretty good. You know, yeah. like young player. Um, he, I mean, if we could snatch him away from the Celtics, that'd be great. But he, he's a pretty good player. You know, he just reminds me of, of that Heat culture. But he's kind of one dimensional. You know, what I'm saying he doesn't really have an offensive game. Um, but um, once said that yeah. about Jimmy Butler. Hmm. Right. They once said that about Jimmy Butler, but again, once when said you that about Bam here. too. So exactly. So yeah. Exactly, because he, you know, I was saying the same thing, but he's still kind of, Bam is still kind of progressing offensively because, like I said, his shot, um, I haven't seen him take too many shots yeah, in has. the playoffs. So I'll be like, damn, you wide open, Bam. Like, what you doing? Shoot that shit. You know right. what I'm saying? But right. but again, I am not Coach Bolster. That's probably not the plan. The plan is probably for me to do this um, and my teammates to do that. And, you know, my other teammates have a higher percentage um, shooting the ball than myself. So, hey, we're going to go on X's and O's and we're going to go on statistics. And if that's what the stats say for me not to shoot the ball, then 
that's what I'm going to do because that just shows that um, the humility and the selflessness that you have, not selfish, but selfless um, um, individual where you got a wide open shot, but rather shoot it. Let me go ahead and give it to somebody for a better shot. That probably could shoot better than me. So yeah, that just speaks on our culture, man. So hey, it is what yeah. it is. So let's let's go Heat. Hopefully, you know we can have that parade for the Heat and the Panthers, and we'll meet up at, at this stadium behind me, right? Because <laughs> Hard Rock Stadium is like right there on the county line, basically. There you, you go. Know, so there you go. We just mm-hmm. party at party at the Rock. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that'll um, definitely be good though. Like everybody just party at one spot like you know meet up at the dolphin stadium and party over there even incorporate the dolphins in that shit you feel <laughs> what i'm saying like yeah, yo that, bring that energy great. bring what? that championship energy over there because y'all i mean hey man let's talk about the dolphins now now that we just brought that up you seen the whole video with tua about uh he threw that that duck of a pass and i don't first of all why dolphins dolphins media people why are you gonna post a, a video like that? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Trust me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't care. Like, who cares? It, he was just practicing. There was no defense. Like, it doesn't really matter the the pass that he that he threw. But Dolphins media people, whoever running that social media account, like, why would you post that video? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you posting that video so people could talk about us. I mean, let's stay under the radar like the Heat. You know, let's. Let's 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 be a great team and not really have a reason for for people to hate us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't understand why why you would post that video. Like, I'm sure you had more videos. I'm sure you had more videos that you could have chose from, but you chose that one where it was kind of it was a duck pass. I'm not gonna lie, it was a duck pass, and you know the cheetah is obviously the fastest. Let's just say probably the fastest player in the league and you would want to see a video where he's running to the ball not waiting for the ball uh, look man tell me what's, is, what's the logic Waddle, in that video cynical west cynical west speaks and cynical west says um they did that on purpose because again everybody said that he can't throw the ball so why would i why would i show that i can throw the ball you know what I'm saying? Let me just have everybody still think that I'm a get duck. Get your fans hyped up because it's really the, the fans, fans that came. But the fans don't care. The fans want to win. The fans don't really care about shit like that. We want to win. No, you fans, know what I'm saying? Came came out hard because of that video. Dolphins fans yeah. was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, but see, but what what do you what happens when you when you actually practicing? You're when you're practicing stuff like that's gonna happen. Like you said, you feel me? Like they shouldn't have um came out with the video they should have came out with the video that shows that he was more successful with the passes you feel me and that's exactly what they did right after they done got shitted on by the fans you know they showed all right more clips where he was throwing darts he was accurate you know he was throwing um balls that water was um and um the cheetah was actually running under so again that like you know it's practice for me like yo especially with a player that you don't have no type of rapport with like come on man you gotta get that you gotta get needs to get fired though and that that whoever runs the social media for dolphins i'm sorry you can't say that marcus you you can't say that marcus because you'll be about people money man you taking food from this dude's mouth you feel me what hey do your job right bro 
Do your job right. You got one job. You got one job. Come on, bro. You got to do it better than that. Come on. I, I, I feel you, though. But everybody make a mistake. You feel me? And um, he redeemed himself, like, maybe, like, the next day. You know, it's all good. You know, um, at the end of the day, me and you know it's practice. I mean, there's plenty. You be at you be at um, um, the University of Miami watching their practices, and sometimes shit get overthrown. Sometimes shit get underthrown, and that's not what you post. That's not what you see when you see the the games in real life. You feel me? This is practice. This is where no, we're gonna get all these kinks out. It's different though because I'm a reporter just reporting. So if they throw a bad pass, good pass, it don't matter. But this came from the social media site of the team, bro. Come on, <laughs> it's the team. The fans, the fans follow the team uh social media so they can feel good about their team you know what i'm saying i'm not really there to you know give you give you stuff to feel good about i'm just there to report so i'm gonna i'm gonna show you a bad pass i'm gonna show you a good pass um but if i'm a social the social media person for the current hurricanes i'm showing you the best clips the best highlights see but yeah that that goes back to even because we both follow the um we we follow the panthers we follow the heat we follow the every every sport Miami we actually do follow in the Miami Heat got one of the best media guys you feel me when it comes to oh, what yeah. you posted on social media you feel oh. what I'm saying like the 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 Dolphins look like you got someone like 50 years old actually yes. posting because they <laughs> yes. they don't post the stuff that I'm trying to see they're posting yes. stuff like I'm like you, there are so many highlights and you you post this you know what I'm saying? Or you don't post anything at, at all as far as the highlights. You just show them um, high-fiving each, uh, each other, but you're not showing the actual play. Whereas with the Miami Heat, with the Panthers, they're showing you the play, that the big play that we we, we was cheering um, either in the crowd or at home. And you get to repeat that. They're not doing that with the Miami Dolphins. They barely yeah. do that. They do yeah. it, but they barely do it. You know they what I'm saying? So it. so it is some old man. It. Some old man is running that account. Somebody who's like 60 years old, who's been a fan <laughs> since the undefeated season. You know, he's getting a pension or something like that. And they're just like, all right, we're going we're gonna to let you run with it until you retire. While, while the Heat account is run by some 25-year-old. You know what I'm saying? The, the Panthers site is run by some 30-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. They just they just need to get their act together because we got a live team right now. We got a team that that should be marketed in the right way. Uh, the fact you got Jalen Waddle, who's a budding superstar, and you got speed everywhere, basically. Now, um, you're starting to look like the old Hurricanes for, for, for a minute because you got so much speed. And they just signed um, Melvin Ingram. Ingram. Yeah, so that was another really good signing. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm excited about the Dolphins. So, but their social media guy, trash, trash. Definitely, man. definitely, <laughs> always excited about the Miami Dolphins. Um, that's why they they be the ones that kind of ruin my Sundays majority of the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> why you let why you let it do it to you man like for me come on like, man you dolphins, know we loyal man like I, like I man but the dolphins man they're like a, they like they, they like a kid that you just know is not gonna make you happy you know what i'm saying they're not the straight a student they're a c student <laughs> so just be happy 
when they have like a B plus, be like, all right, good job, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause they're not like the Heat who are straight A students and you mad when they get a B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, they 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 not. You absolutely right, but person. so don't let don't let them hurt your soul because they've hurt my soul for too many. You're definitely years. you're definitely right, but hey, um, quick question: you didn't, see that, you didn't see that interview that um DK Metcalf had um with Shannon Sharp. One, speaking how he was supposed to be a um, hurricane, that's one. And two, how he said that he's faster than um, the cheetah. And he actually challenged him to a race and they put money up. They're like, oh, look, we could put 50 bands. We could put it in, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, I, I really wouldn't mind seeing a race between DK Metfats, um, Metcalf, the cheetah, um, um, Waddle, and... Um, 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 our running back, um, um, what's his name? Moisture, moisture, and moisture. You feel me? I wouldn't mind seeing even though even though Albert Wilson in that thing. You feel me? I wouldn't mind seeing that race. You feel what I'm saying? Doja King Grant in there, even even though he's a bear right now. Um, because I still. Huh? He's good when you could throw him in there too. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I. You remember when we. When we first started the podcast and we we're like, look, they should start a like a relay race, you feel me, in regards to um the Pro Bowl. Like, you know, um, yeah, they be having all type of games during before the Pro Bowl actual game. This could be something that you do a track and field, you my best players against your best players or the the fastest players in the league going against each other from yeah. just running. You can't you can't injure yourself running beside the hamstring, you know what I'm saying? But if you actually, you're, you're, you're not leaving me and Marcus. I mean, we work out, but we don't, we're not football players that not work athletes. out day in, day out. Yeah. We're not athletes like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we are more susceptible to pulling a hamstring compared to these guys and y'all fast guys. Anyway, y'all used to running y'all. And how long is that race going to be a minute long? You know what I'm saying? So again, I would love to see that. The NFL, y'all need to pick up on that. Definitely throw us our money um, at, on the Mark West Sports Podcast for coming up with that idea. But that would be great. And, yeah, you know, yeah. with, I told with the you, University I told of Miami, like, come on, man. Whoever dropped the ball on that shit, again, they 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 need to be fired again. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and um, you know, speaking of fast guys, I mean, I was at, the, I was at a spring game last uh, Saturday, and uh, one of the fastest players – in South Florida, Nathaniel Joseph, aka Ray Ray. Um, he's a really good kid. He's cool. Um, you may have seen a, another video I posted on my social media where he was wearing a flash uniform. Um, this kid is like stupid fast. And I think they should do that on a high school level too. Just do uh, a race or, or relay races or something like that because it's, it's all about speed. And over the weekend, I, I want to let y'all know I had a chance to speak with uh, the the OC of the Hurricanes, Josh Gaddis. Me and him, we had conversations, and and he is looking for team speed. He said, "Yeah, um, I just I just plain old ask him, you know, you know, what are you looking for out here? Um, you know, how do you feel about the team right now? And and team speed is something he wants the team to improve on, and." Um, and I was like, and he was like, yeah, um, I don't really have that guy 
that I can depend on that's going to make an explosive play. And I was like, oh, I was like, not even Brashard Smith. And he was like, this is like Smith is not is not as fast as Jalen, Jalen Knighton. So Jalen Knighton is really the fastest player on the team, according to the OC of the Miami Hurricanes. And he was out there um, looking for, you know, the next best player uh, as far as speed is concerned to add to the team. And this kid, Nathaniel Joseph out of Miami Edison, uh, he is, he's got some blazing speed. Um, also, the, the commit to, uh, to Miami, uh, Robbie Washington out of Killian, is, you know, he got hurt um, on Saturday. So he hurt his ankle. So I didn't even get to see him really play or do anything. Um, but he's one of those type of guys, too. If you get a chance, watch his tape. His tape is electric. He does make you miss. Yeah, he, his tape is electric, and he's got great, like, kick return game, like taking it to the house, um, you know, for, for 100 yards, that type of speed. Um, but Nathaniel Joseph, I want to let you know, is um, committed to Clemson right now. But there's been rumors everywhere that he's been on campus. You know what I'm saying? I don't like the, you know, uh, I'm almost in, 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 the, in the business of breaking news or breaking stories, you know, that you're going to see more of that from me in the next upcoming months. But he, uh, from what I hear, he's been on campus a lot. They've been on him heavy. I'm um, talking about the Hurricanes, trying to get him, uh, you know, to change his mind about Clemson. He did say he was going to make the visit to Clemson, and that was going to be his only visit uh, this upcoming summer. But I just want to say there's a chance. There's a chance <laughs> you, can get, you can get a player like him and he's going to make an immediate impact. You know what I'm saying? And he's a dog. It's not like he's just fast. He's a dog. He loves playing. You can't. And his, 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 he's like a slot guy. He's not a big guy. He's a slot receiver. But his legs are like tree trunks. You can't bring him down. You know what I'm saying? You need like two guys, three guys to bring him down because he's just that type of player. He gives you a wow play every time you see him. Uh, whether it be on seven on seven or on the field, he is that type of player and he needs to be a, continue to be a number one priority uh, for the Hurricanes. Um, other good news I wanted to mention, and this, of course, is part of the Benjamin Report anyway, um, is that uh, Dillard DB Antoine Jackson, currently committed to Georgia, I feel like is trending towards the Hurricanes as well. You know, Sam, because Nigel Lee Kelly, who, you know, committed to the U last cycle, defensive end, um, has been on his boy heavy over there at Dillard to come to the U. And it's almost from what I've hear, it's it's almost like he felt like he committed to Georgia too early because that's how much he loves the U or loves Miami. Um, all, all, all signs are, are pointing to him possibly flipping to the, to the U. Um, so look out for that uh, coming coming soon, and um, and then a quarterback that we uh, that's one of the top in in the, in the nation, Rashada, um, it, it put Miami in his top schools. And as far as the top quarterbacks, he's probably the, the, we probably have the best chance to to land him. So you want to get a quarterback like every year because quarterbacks they transfer, they get hurt. So you want to get a top quarterback every year. So that is probably the likely guy. Other than that, man, the Hurricanes stay in that transfer portal, bro. They stay in that trend. They, yo, they, they, they got real estate in the transfer portal. That's how much they're in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, 
Coach Gaddis was saying that he was looking for, you know, those type of playmakers, like, like I was saying earlier, as far as speed guys. So he's still, you know, out there looking for a player to add to the roster. Um, and um, Coach Strong, too, Carson Charlie Strong, I, I met him last Saturday as well, had a chance to talk to him. And he was, you know, basically drooling over Stanquan Clark. You know what I'm saying? As we all were. Let's do that. Yeah, I know you were saying you you teach the you teach uh, the young boys, so that's crazy, man. And you said you also teach Ruben Bain too. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Ruben Bain exactly. to me is, is the best player in South Florida. Like if there was exactly. a draft, if there was a draft for for players out of South Florida, he would go number one overall. Yeah, you know, um, they 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 be talking about him in class, but he real quiet. You feel what I'm saying? A quiet dude, humble. Um, yeah. don't get into trouble. Say the right things. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was happy to actually be his student. And that's the same thing with Stan Kwan. You feel what I'm saying? Um, you know, teach them this year. Matter of fact, both of them this year. You know what I'm saying? And um, matter of fact, <laughs> I looked at, I was like, I had to make sure. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just the same Stan Kwan I'm talking about. And then when I actually looked up his name, looked at his picture, I'm like, yeah. Then I went to the computer and um, like my work computer to look at certain names you know because every we document everybody that we actually um teach or whatnot and and i'm like yeah it's him you feel me I was, I, i'm happy that i was able to help him with his community service and certain things like that so um yeah man hope these dudes you know uh, eventually make it you know what i'm saying because like look i, I mean i don't need nothing from you but it, it feels good to see somebody that you were um like you helped them in their journey some way or somehow you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah yeah i mean that's the satisfaction that i that i get too and i mean i don't need anything from these players but the fact that i put somebody out when they was a freshman or i talked about them or wrote about them uh they always give me props you know when i see them again and be like you know they'll dap me up and they they'd appreciate them me recognizing them at an early age um but yeah stan Quan clark dog man he's a dog and to be honest He's better. Uh, he's he's a better overall linebacker than the player that's committed uh, to Miami right now. And Bobby Washington, uh, Robbie Washington's brother. You know, we got the twins from Killian. Um, but Stanquan Clark is 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 really an all around linebacker. I mean, last Saturday he he did the trifecta in one play. He got the strip, got the recovery, and ran it all the way back from like the opponent's ten yard line for a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So, about my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. proud of him. He was a dog that day. I mean, um, I didn't realize I knew about him. I was already following him before um, Saturday, but I didn't realize he was a dog on that level. And he's a he's a player that I'm sure, you know, like I said, Coach, Coach Strong was already drooling about him before he made that play. He was always like, number six is, is doing his thing. I was like, okay. And so I started watching him even closely because I heard him saying it. And I was like, yeah, he's get, he's, he's around the ball, tackles, you know, just just causing disruption. And then that play just kind of was the icing on the cake. It was like, okay, he, he's for real. And he's only got a couple of real legitimate offers. He's got one uh, from NC State and West Virginia. Well, you got to believe that Miami's going to jump in that mix real quick and, and have that boy stay home especially since two of his teammates is already um staying there now i don't uh, i'm not so i'm not absolutely sure if those two players are going to stay at killian because from what i'm hearing 
Um, first of all, Killian didn't look as great as 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 advertised. Well, when I saw them play, they played uh, Palm Beach Gardens, and I forget who they played. I think they played Plantation in the second game. Um, and they, I mean, Robbie Washington, like I said, got hurt, didn't play, but I don't know. They they seemed like they didn't seem like last year's team that went undefeated and and then lost in the playoffs to Miami Central. They didn't seem like like that team to me. See, but, a lot of people you know, last they, year said they that changed, they played scrubs. A lot of people last year said that they play scrubs, that like their their actual schedule is not that hard. So you saying you what you're saying now, I'm just like, maybe that they had some validity to what everybody was saying. So, yeah, I mean, when the season started last season, I believe they got blown out by Gulliver and Gulliver was a good team, um, but Gulliver didn't make it to the state championship. They got beat by Gibbons. Um, but at the same time, that was it for me. I was like, oh, you got blown out by Gulliver. You're not you're not a real team that's that's legitimate to to be a state title contender that was that was it for me um but you know they went through the season undefeated and there was a lot of hype on them and you know Robbie Washington making plays and you know running kicks back and all of that but I think overall I, I feel like they need a little bit more uh to be a legitimate team and you know uh, I heard that I mean I heard that uh, at practice Robbie Washington was saying like, oh, like, I, I guess the coaches was on him for something and he was talking about transferring, you know, and, and these kids, these, they, these kids, they transfer a lot, you know what I'm saying? They just like, you know, just like every other level in football, college football, you see the transfer portal, everybody transferring NFL, you see all these players jumping from team to team. If, if they don't like their situation, they're going to leave. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if the twins move to like a, I don't know, like a Booker T if they go over to Booker T or something like that. Cause coach ice, who, who is the legendary coach at Booker T he went over to Florida Memorial and now he's back with Booker T. So, and book, and when he, when he was at Booker T, he was winning national championships with Booker T. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like that's how good he he made that program. So it's gonna take a while for him to build the build the team back up. But um that 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 could be a possibility. But yeah, Stanquan Clark is the real deal. I wrote a story on my top five players, so check that out on footballhopbed.com. Um, but um there's a lot of great players out there, and I'll be at some more uh games this week. Uh, I'll be at Pace, I may make it out to St. Thomas. Um but, um, you know, that, that's pretty much it for the Benjamin Report. All right. So there's not anything else. We'll see y'all after we win game two. All right. Which is tomorrow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, yeah, we'll definitely catch up on the um, next episode of the Mark Westbrook Podcast. Peace. Peace.